We're on. Welcome, Tiffany. Thanks, Ben. Thanks so much for having me. You are welcome. I'm keen to dive in and learn more about your story. Fantastic. So I believe you worked in banking before real estate. So I kind of wanted to start the conversation there. I wanted to understand. So I believe you worked in different roles, but primarily risk. So I guess what initially led you to banking? I have a bit of an analytical side of my mindset. So I was very excited to actually see the previous property boom back in the very early 2000s. So that was really where I started. I was in the in a funding team in, in the bank, Adelaide Bank at the time, which later merged with Bendigo and then morphed into different roles, different experience. And at the end point, I was working in the risk risk team, so operational risk, facilitating risk assessment workshops across the bank with a small team. So that was before risk was really known about and their frameworks were built around it. So it was quite early stages when I was in that team. Okay. And then how did the real estate journey, how did you start to morph into that? So I uh, took a leap, realized that I needed to get out of the corporate world and try something new. So I actually knew Andrew, who is the director of Excel Property, and he wanted to um, achieve some really big goals. And I said, well, why don't I help you? And so it came it came into the team initially for a, what was planning to be a short period of time and then really implemented some really strong operational frameworks and, and some exciting and diverse goals. So it was really, you know, quite a diverse role and it just continued to morph into uh, a growing team and a rapidly, yeah, rapid success really with the team. That's phenomenal. So you've obviously developed a lot of skill, knowledge in that corporate arena that you're in for 14 years. So did you then move when you transitioned into Excel, into real estate, did you then get into a strategy and operations role straight away? No. Not straight away. The role really did morph around my skill set. And one of the things that has been very valuable is, is the strength finder. So, which is part of your course. In fact, we do have a couple of strengths in common. So, so that was something that I had previously had experience with. And so every team member that came on board would actually do those strengths, find out what their top five strengths were. And because of that, my role was very fluid. And so that was that kept me super engaged because I'm also quite a creative person. So, you know, problem solving and having a look at new new objectives to take the business to the next level. So it started out with a piece of paper with what are the things you know, that you want to achieve. Don't put any limitations on that. And it started on that white piece of paper and we just ticked those off one by one and then started to build some really strong structure. And then the role developed. And as the team grew, I my role moved into more of an operational leadership role. So I looked after the operations team and also the strategy. So steering the organization in the direction that we wanted to go. That's great. So as an outsider, right, like for me looking into Excel, like how would you describe Excel as a company? So, yeah, Excel Property is a boutique real estate agency which offers multiple services. So we uh, support buyers through their journey to help them find property, both homes and investments, as well as providing the property management as well, which works beautifully, it flows into that team so beautifully as a buyer's agent. But also we do offer sales. So we do support vendors when they're selling. And that was the original model for Excel Property. But the reason that I feel we are different is because we've always had a very strong vision. And when we actually articulated that, uh, that's when we had even stronger success. 
And so we were always looking at getting reviews, not only from vendors, but also from buyers. And that became a 50-50 mix. So the buyers were so happy with the experience they had. And we knew that was something that the industry needed because, you know, that's future business as well. The other part of that is the values. So having super clear values and having a mission. Mission is to provide the ultimate experience for every person that we deal with. And then the values. So one of the values is is diversity. And also I think that's where Excel is also different because we really do value every single person that we deal with. And we have a very diverse team as well of people with different age groups, different gender, different backgrounds. And that really makes for collective, fantastic decision-making. I love it. And so when you say, when you said earlier about one person at a time in terms of, I guess, seem like, you know, maybe shifting perspective, is that because the company Excel is representing both buyers and sellers? Not necessarily because the buyer's advocacy has been more of a new division in the company, but that that vision to shift the perception comes from, and I think we've probably all had an, possibly a negative experience in our real estate journey as individuals from time to time. So just wanting to truly shift that so that we, you know, we're not compared, you know, buyer's agents and real estate agents, we're not compared to, you know, sleazy car sales people and we actually are in a different category one that's trusted and respected. That makes sense. I get that. Yeah, unfortunately, real estate does have a not the greatest perception and reputation. Cool. So in relation to the model that you guys have, are there other companies, I'm not very familiar with the South Australian market, I haven't been to Adelaide before, but I guess my question is, are there other companies in Adelaide offering the full suite of services that Excel is doing? Well, not really, to be honest. It's quite unique, but it does work beautifully because we have that reputation behind us and the strong values. So there, there may be a couple out there, but since then there have been probably others that are now looking at this opportunity. Good. I think it's such a bit, I mean, I know we spoke a few weeks ago and I thought it's brilliant what you guys are doing. I think it's if it's done correctly, which You've obviously got really good people in the team. And, you know, as you said earlier, you know, you guys have a clear vision. I think that if executed properly, it works fantastic. So I think you guys are obviously in a really good position to dominate. Yeah, I think so. To start crushing it. Okay. So what about you? So you ta- you said we've got similar strengths on the Strengths Finder. I haven't done that exercise in a while. What are your strengths? So relator, activator, futuristics, strategic, and positivity. Well, definitely, I, I definitely think you would have had the strategic. Yeah. <laughs> So we have that in common and we also have futuristic, I believe, in common. Yeah, I love it. Was that the first time you did that specific test? No, I had some, of course, when you grow exponentially or when you have a life experience, you do grow and your strengths change. So I did I did have a couple of different ones than the first time I did it. And then years later, I, I did this again, which would have probably been close to the 2016 mark that this was done. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really profound test. It brings nice awareness. So when you finished school, like looking back, if you can remember then, like did you ever anticipate at that stage of your life that you'd be in real estate? No. No, not at all. I have had people tell me all through my life you should be in real estate. You know, you're really great with people. But no, I hadn't really thought about getting into real estate at all. And with what you're doing now, so last year you obviously – won the award for Buyer's Agent of the Year, which was through Real Estate Institute of South Australia. That all happened quite quickly for you, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, within a two-year period, I spent time in the initial 
six to nine months just absolutely relentlessly researching and understanding the best way to systemize being a buyer's agent and and really building relationships with buyer's agents in the eastern states mostly, which I've found have been you know instrumental. And it's been such a collaborative, welcoming community of people, which I've absolutely loved. I mean, it's good that you are interacting with competition. Everyone is friendly and kind of, you know, just receptive because it just makes life a lot easier, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you, you learn from each other. You, everyone has different you know, different skill set, different backgrounds, you know, and if you have a curly one, you can just pick up the phone and say, hey, have you dealt with this before or what would you do in this situation or, or vice versa? So That's nice. They're there to support. So what are you focusing on? Like in terms of the buyer's agent role, are you working mainly with owner-occupiers, investors, a bit of both? Yeah. So at the moment, it hasn't niched in quite yet. I have the ability to look after home buyers because I guess of my because of my nurturing style and just my attention to detail, but also investors because of the analytical background. So at the moment, it, it's almost a 50-50 split, which, you know, which is great. So I'm sure that it will morph into one direction at some point. Yeah, nice. So did you ever like, did you expect like that you would like enjoy the role so much? Like, was it something that you thought you would really like before you kind of dived in or has it exceeded your expectation? I think the opportunity in terms of us being in this blue market is something that really excites me and I can use my creative background to actually inject into this business so that it can flourish and I think that it makes it it's more it's more personable I didn't necessarily think about whether I was going to enjoy it but it just intuitively felt right and it all happened so organically from one referral to a buyer and I just thought, well, how can I actually serve this person that isn't based here and and help them and be able to make that commercially, you know, make sense? So, yeah, I just followed my intuition and, it, and I absolutely love what I'm doing. It's fantastic. You said a comment just earlier around like helping people who are out of, I guess, out of area. Obviously, there's a lot of people for investment purposes that are going into South Australia. Are a lot of your clientele from interstate? It's a mix between people in South Australia and also people interstate. But I think it's certainly a great opportunity or to point when you know that your buyer's agent is in Adelaide and can, you know, show you videos, look, show you the streets, so you show you the surrounding areas and know the area as well and steer you towards or against. So I think that, you know, definitely has value for those that are interstate. Well, we've got great you know, rental yields here. And I don't think that will change anytime soon. Yeah. A lot of investors flocking there. And from what I'm, from what I hear, it's not easy to buy either. It's still very challenging. And I don't think the media is really portray- portraying, you know, the what's going on where you live. No. Well, even in the report that came out a couple of days ago with RP data, there was zero mention of Adelaide. So, you know, the, they seem to look at it quite holistically as a country, but there's you know, there's different markets within that within Australia. Yeah, I hear a lot of buyers agents complaining how difficult it is to buy property in in South Australia because it's so competitive still. So I guess I wanted to learn more about just my information as well, just around the market in you know Adelaide where you are. Like from a local point of view, is there a lot of awareness around buyers agents? Like if I was to like see someone at the cafe and mention buyers agent, would they understand what a buyers agent? does? No, there's very little awareness. And if to give you a great example, I know a lot of people that would be watching would, would know the model of the BNI network, which I'm a member of for 
just over a year. In Adelaide, there's only one or two buyers agents in the BNI space in Adelaide, and there's about 20 groups. So to give you an idea, it's a really popular model, but there's, you know, there's not a lot of buyers agents in the group. So I see this as an education opportunity. It's important to educate not only the public, but also the real estate agents, because they set, there's many of them that haven't dealt with buyers agents. So the way that I communicate and the way that they remember me is, you know, probably potentially their first experience with one. So good. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's limited competition, which it seems like that's the blue ocean, but maybe you can just take a seat in all the BNI chapters. Well, that's right. Just visit, which is what I do do. That's fantastic. So do you feel like buyers agents are going to grow rapid rate where you are, or do you think it's going to be quite slow? That's a good question. I think that it's inevitable that it is becoming a popular career path for many people and it's really different for people. It fits a certain skill set. Yeah. Have you seen any real estate agents that are jumping from sell side or like moving to the buy side? I've had a couple contact me. Yeah. People that are receiving my, you know, my, my blast emails when I've got a new brief, well, you seem to be doing really well. And they asked me all about it. I said, why are you asking me this? I'm thinking of changing to, to be a buyer's agent. Oh, okay, great. So I do get a few people chatting to me about it. Could be some good recruitment for your company. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I got into the buyer's agent space in 09, I always anticipated there was going to be an influx of new buyer's agents early on coming from the sell side. It never happened. And I was always gobsmacked. I was, there's such, Cause there's such a small percentage of real estate agents that do well. There's such a large percentage, which actually are doing it really tough. And so I always thought those people who were finding it challenging that had good product knowledge, that knew how to work buyers, that really enjoyed real estate, wanted to stay within the industry. I always thought naturally they would just, you know, transition into becoming a buyer's agent, but it never, ne- never happened. And it's slowly happening a- a- across other cities in Australia that I'm seeing, but slowly. But it'll be interesting to see like how that plays out over time. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the potentially one of the things that's very different is that there's an obvious structure and methodology if you come into a sales team, but perhaps not so much, or there could be a belief that there isn't as much in the buyer's advocacy space because it's so new. I guess even if you look at the idea of customer relationship management tool, CRM, see any CRM, there's so many in the sales space, but there's only very few in the buyer's agent space. That's true. And you know what? I never worked as a selling agent, but I got a bit of, I started to learn a lot about it when I became a buyer's agent. And I always thought their prospecting was quite limited. Like you're, let's say you work in within, let's say three postcodes as a selling agent, you are limited to the dwellings in those three postcodes. However many homes there are in those three postcodes, that's how you can really prospect. But as a buyer's agent, you can be operating in Adelaide like you are now and your buyer could come from Sydney. They could come from Canberra. They can come from like anywhere. And so I always felt like the prospecting for buyer's agents was like so much more broad and diverse. Um, and I think real estate agents pr- probably don't quite understand that. Yeah. Who knows? So are you in, within Excel, just so I understand and the audience does, are you the, only, are you the sole buyer's agent there at the moment? Uh, I am. And I also have a new team member that's come in. So Wilbur, he's also part of the program. So, so that's been fantastic. But obviously, you know, looking to expand for the right team. Love it. Oh yeah, Wilbur, he's in BAI. So what do you actually love most about the role? If you were to really look at end-to-end what a buyer's agent does from all aspects, 
Which part do you love the most? Relationships is one one aspect. Being able to, you know, just valuing people and actually expressing that, having a discovery session and really understanding, you know, the, you know, getting past the tip of the iceberg and getting right down to find out, you know, what is the driving force behind, you know, why do they want to buy? And yesterday I had a new client come on who, you know, they've just moved to Victoria. Their son's realised he wanted to stay in Adelaide so that they need to buy something ASAP. So I'm negotiating today on a property for them, but that'll just be so rewarding to be able to find them something so so quickly so that their son can have peace of mind that he has somewhere to live. So yeah, just being able to understand why the why. If I didn't ask those questions, I wouldn't have understood the urgency around their need to buy and just get them, you know, get them set up and running as quickly as possible. So yeah, but also relationships, you know, being able to connect with people. I love connecting with um, and meeting new referral partners and building those relationships. Yeah, mortgage brokers, accountants, financial planners, that's also very enjoyable. Yeah, it's a fun part. I mean, I worked in corporate like you and for someone that like I value relationships like you do clearly. And I think getting into real estate, you really get a good taste of relationships. Like you, you just got this free reign of just cultivating and just bringing into your arena new relationships and it's unlimited because when you're in corporate, you are limited to your, you know, the level of the volume of relationships that you can just keep activating each day. But in real estate, it's quite amazing. Hey, like you can just you turn you can turn the tap on as hard as you want in terms of how hard you want to go with just meeting new people, right? Absolutely, I tend to do these ninety day bursts with you know with meeting new people and attending different sessions and networking, and then have a small break in between. You know, you meet people, you need to keep in touch with them and you need to find a way to to build and grow those relationships and find out which ones are going to be sustainable over the long term. But it's really great when, you know, you get a call from a real estate agent that you are, you know, that you know, you know their team. You might have, you know, gone to an awards night with them. And last year I had a call from one agent and he had a referral for me. And that's fantastic because I think, you know, that speaks volumes for the results. And also, you know, the client that he referred me has a house that they want to sell, but they need to find a place first before he can sell that. So he's realized that, you know, working together will also really strategically support his business as well. So, yeah, that's really great as well. That's amazing. I was actually going to ask you earlier, just on on real estate agents, just expanding on that point. So, are you finding that real estate agents that you're dealing with typically are quite receptive to buyers agents or they, because the reason I'm asking the question, when I started off in Sydney, when there weren't many buyers agents, just like how you are now placed, some of them really had their guard up. A lot of them think they own buyers and they think you're kind of potentially threatening what they're doing. Like, do you feel like they're very open to what you're doing or are they still getting their head around it? I think that it does vary, but I think the way I approach the situation, I think it's the way you approach it gives you the outcome you're looking for. You need to be warm. You need to be friendly. And if your energy is bigger, then if your energy is positive and it's going to be bigger than another type of energy, then you'll have influence on the situation. But then once you know, deal with someone, whether or not you bought the property, once you deal with them, thank them for their time and just communicate well, they'll remember you. And then the next time you come into contact, you know, the situation will be more favorable to do business together. But I have found some out agents that I've worked with, in particular one last year. I said, I asked him if I could put a sticker on the sign, obviously get permission. I just bought a sticker and he said, oh, I'm so sorry, there's no sign. I said, oh, that's okay. I've got another sign. We'll just hold it. You know, he'll just hold it out the front when we take the photo. 
And he said, oh, look, leave it with me. I'll see if I can get a sign put up. So he was, he, I just had this outstanding experience with him, which I thought was amazing. And so, yeah, it's sometimes it's one extreme to the other, but I think, yeah, it's just the way you approach it really. And just be okay with the fact that they might not have dealt with a buyer's agent before. So it's up to you to know that you need to educate them in some way if they haven't had that experience and we're all on the same side. We all want the best results for our clients. Yeah, so true. Real estate, you know, it's a bit of a circus, but you're right. Like you got to treat each situation differently and also have that compassion that some real estate agents, they just might not understand or have much awareness around buyer's agents. And so, yeah, that's cool. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation. I'm not surprised that you're doing so well in such a short amount of time. Like you seem like you got a really solid value system. You seem like you you genuinely care around providing a, an extraordinary service and in the short time that we've spent together today, I can really feel that. And I think that's the most important stuff in real estate. Like most people don't get that right. That's why like Australia typically I feel like doesn't have good customer service. And you can feel that when you go to some Asian countries, you can really see the level of service. And I think if you show up and provide a really good service and you genuinely care, it takes you far. And you've obviously got a lot of other good skill sets that you bring to the table. So well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. Hence why you obviously took out that award last year. So well done on that. So where can people find you if they want to just learn more or understand what you're up to? So head over to my LinkedIn, Tiffany Brown, or our website is xlproperty.com.au, spelled X-S-E-L-L, property.com.au, or my Instagram, come and connect with me there, tiffany.c.brown, with an E on the end. Tiffany, I've had fun and I'm sure you will crush 2023.